Trump needed $225 million. A little-known bank came to the rescue. Michael Cranish Gregory Garibrands, a GOP donor and CEO of online Axos Bank, approved the loans after the former president's main lender had cut ties. Comment on this story. San Diego, as Donald Trump considered another White House run last year, his company's finances were at risk of spiraling into crisis. The former president's longtime lender and several banks with his deposits had cut ties in the days around the January 6 attack on the Capitol by his supporters, at a time when Trump had hundreds of millions in loans coming due. In February 2022, the accounting firm that had worked for him for two decades dropped Trump and advised against, relying on, his statement of financial condition, a metric banks used to evaluate the risks of a loan. Unless he found a new lender, Trump's business empire could have been in jeopardy. Then a new partner came to the rescue, a little-known, online-only financial firm headquartered in a suburban San Diego office park. Story continues below advertisement. Advertisement. Axos Bank, formerly known as Bank of Internet USA, had grown from one of the first digital banks into a profitable, publicly traded company in part by specializing in loans to borrowers other banks had shied away from all while navigating federal regulator scrutiny over its internal operations and a congressional hearing that cited its involvement in high interest rates on some loans. One day after the warning by Trump's accounting firm became public, Axos's blunt-spoken president and CEO, a Republican donor named Gregory Garibrands, signed off on a $100 million loan for Trump Tower, the 58-story Manhattan skyscraper that had long been Trump's home and base of operations, according to the bank. Three months later, Garibrands approved a second deal that provided $125 million for Trump's Doro Resort, a sprawling golf course complex in Miami-Dade County he had owned since 2012. Axos also financed part of a loan that helped facilitate the $375 million purchase of Trump's D.C. hotel by a group of investors. The Axos loans to Trump were vital to stabilizing his post-presidential finances and enabling him to mount the campaign that now has him leading the GOP PAC for the 2024 presidential nomination, according to disclosure records, loan documents and financial experts. It was crucial that someone gave him credit or he could have had loans going into foreclosure, said Bert Ely, a longtime independent banking analyst. And that was also an important factor for him politically. The loans have drawn scrutiny from New York Attorney General Letitia James, D., as part of her broader suit that accuses Trump of falsifying records to inflate the value of his properties on financial statements to obtain earlier loans at lower interest rates. Trump sought to avoid submitting a statement of financial condition to Axos and instead pushed the bank to calculate his worth, James asserted in the suit, which does not accuse Axos of wrongdoing. For more than a year, Garibrands, 51, has refrained from speaking publicly about his decision to approve the loans. But in his first interview about the matter, he told The Washington Post in June at the bank's headquarters and a telephone follow-up in July that the deals had nothing to do with his Republican politics. He said he made the loans because they will be profitable for his bank, adding that he did not agree with other bankers who stayed away from Trump due to allegations that he had incited the insurrection or concerns about his honesty.
It was not my job or my role to judge Trump's actions, said Garibrands, who donated $9,600 to support Trump's 2020 campaign but said he's never met the former president, dealing instead with Trump's son Eric, the executive vice president of the Trump Organization. The $100 million Trump Tower loan was made at a 4.25% interest rate and the $125 million loan for the Doral property at a 4.9% interest rate, with both maturing in 2032, according to property records. The rates are within the range of commercial loans during that period, according to Federal Reserve data, and came before much of the interest rate spike occurred last year. Public records do not say whether the rates will change over the life of the loan, which analysts said makes it difficult to directly compare them to other commercial loans. Garibrandt's declined to discuss some details of the loans, including the long-term interest rate or how they are secured, while saying they were done on market terms. The Trump loans, which represent about 1% of the bank's $20 billion in assets, are structured to guarantee profits for Axos, Garibrandt said. It wouldn't matter if I was friends with someone, I'm not going to make a loan that's no good, he said. I don't like anyone that much. As president, Trump tried to head off claims of potential conflicts of interest with his business by handing control of the family firm to his son and pledging to avoid deals with foreign entities. But those rules no longer apply post-presidency, and Trump and his family have struck up significant business with Saudi Arabia and other partners abroad in the last two years. If Trump returns to the White House, Axos could face intensifying scrutiny from Democratic lawmakers about the loan terms, his relationship with the bank and its treatment by regulators, observers said. In his interview with The Post, Garibrandt's rejected James's claims that Trump had sought to avoid providing certain financial information when applying for Axos loans, saying he received all relevant details he needed to review the deals. He never refused any information we asked for, Garibrandt said. We asked for a series of items in a specific format, and he delivered the items in the specific format we asked for. Garibrandt's declined to comment when asked if he or the bank had been contacted by anyone from James's office regarding her case against Trump. Story continues below advertisement. Advertisement. Trump and his spokesman did not respond to a request for comment. He has denied James's allegations and described her lawsuit as a political attack. The former president has recently downplayed the importance of loans to his finances. I don't need banks, Trump, said, in April, while not mentioning the Axos loans. I have a lot of cash. I built a great business with my family. Edward Hemelgarn, who closely follows Axos as president of Shaker Investments, which invests in the bank, said it likely was able to secure the loans with much stiffer terms than Trump usually accepts because of his urgent need for a lender. I assume the only reason Donald Trump was willing to put up with it is because no one else was willing to make a loan, Hemelgarn said, adding, I am assuming the bank has been very careful about this because of the high profile of Donald Trump. An unacceptable level of reputation risk. And after Trump sought re-election in 2020, Deutsche cut ties with him, citing his company's failure to answer the bank's questions about James's investigation, a decision made public after the January 6 attack. Story continues below advertisement. Advertisement. 
Signature Bank, where Trump had deposits, announced shortly after January 6 that it was closing his account and urged Trump to resign, according to an archived version of its website. Two other banks where Trump held deposits also closed his accounts after the attack on the Capitol, The Post, reported. HTTPS colon slash slash www.washingtonpost.com slash politics slash 2021 slash 01 slash 21 slash Joe dash Biden dash live dash updates slash hash sign link dash BTCTOTJOGNCSPKOA7ZJY65MWLU question mark ITID equal sign LK underscore inline underscore manual underscore 42. As he left the White House, Trump's businesses also faced headwinds. Trump Tower was put on a watch list, an indication of concern about the ability to repay a loan as its occupancy rate fell, according to a Wells Fargo analysis reported by Bloomberg. His Doral Resort, meanwhile, had seen its revenue plummet by more than 40 percent in 2020, according to Forbes. By February 2022, when his accounting firm, Mazars, issued its warning about Trump's financial statements and ended its relationship with him, the former president's family company faced having to repay more than $300 million to Deutsche and $55 million to another bank, according to Trump's financial disclosure and other public records. Failing to pay, in the worst-case scenario, could have led to lawsuits and foreclosures. After the SEC closed its probe in 2017, Garibrandt's bank purchased an interest in a $57 million loan to Fortress Investment Group, which had backed a project linked to the family firm of Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law and top White House advisor, according to the bank in contemporaneous media reports. Asked by reporters at the time about whether there was any connection between the loan and the SEC's decision, Garibrandt's described the claim as a tin hat conspiracy. The SEC did not respond to a request for comment. Garibrandt's told The Post that it was not a loan to Jared Kushner or the family company directly and that he didn't talk at the time to Kushner. A Kushner spokeswoman, asked via email for comment, said in a statement that Jared never spoke to Axos Bank, Bank of the Internet, or the SEC about any of this. He had no knowledge of this matter until this email. Fortress did not respond to a request for comment. AXO's practices also drew scrutiny in a 2021 hearing where Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat Massachusetts, said the bank had evaded a state rate cap by partnering with a firm that charged a family business 92% interest. Garibrandt said in the post-interview that the bank is no longer involved in such loans. As the bank grew, Garibrandt became one of the best compensated executives in the industry. Garibrandt's 2018 compensation package had the potential to reach as much as $34.4 million, due in part to performance awards, the Los Angeles Times reported. When the pandemic hit in 2020, digital-only Axos was well-positioned to pick up customers, and its customer base grew exponentially. Story continues below advertisement. Advertisement. Garibrandt, meanwhile, consistently contributed to Republican candidates, though he was not initially a Trump donor. After backing Mitt Romney and Ted Cruz, respectively, in the 2012 and 2016 presidential cycles, he backed Trump in 2020 as well as making contributions to the Republican Party and other GOP candidates, totaling about $66,000 between 2012 and 2022, according to filings. I'm a Republican, Garibrandt said. I'm not particularly politically active. But you can look at my political leanings from my donations.
While the bank continued to be little known to the general public, it was gaining notice as a place where big borrowers who faced pushback from mainstream banks could find a willing lender, albeit sometimes at a higher interest rate and stiffer terms. Garibrandt said the image was unfair, stressing that the bank had specialized in large single-family loans to individuals with complex finances. If any borrower had complex finances, it was Trump. A willing lender. Timely loans bolster net worth. Trump says that his finances have improved from the perilous days after January 6, 2021, according to his latest personal financial disclosure report with the Office of Government Ethics. Trump claimed in his July report that he has earned more than $1 billion in the past two years, with millions from speaking fees and significant revenue from new business partners, including new ventures tied to Saudi investors. Trump claimed he has paid off three of his four loans from Deutsche Bank, the disclosure said. He also reported earning $159 million from the Doral Golf Resort, indicating it has recovered from the pandemic lull. While Trump provided more information than required in the disclosure, his family company is privately held, making it difficult to fully assess his claims of vast wealth. Story continues below advertisement. Advertisement. Axos, meanwhile, has performed better than many other financial institutions. As of June 30, the stock of parent company Axos Financial has grown 2,128% since Garibrandt's appointment in October 2007, compared to the Nasdaq Composite, which has increased 380% during that time, the bank said. Nonetheless, its long-term rating was downgraded by Moody's Investors Service in March, in part due to the bank's real estate exposure. The stock has dropped from around $61 a share in January 2022 to $47 as of Wednesday, following a broader decline in banks. The Moody's report did not mention the Trump loans, and the company declined to comment on its rating. Garibrandt said that action was part of a broad downgrade of the banking sector and stressed Axos is still investment-grade rated, which he said shows the bank is financially solid. It has been growing steadily in recent years and now is the nation's 101st largest bank as other banks have suffered failures, including Signature Bank, which was closed by regulators in March. Trump's Axos loans are being repaid on schedule, Garibrandt said. The civil fraud case instituted by James is scheduled for trial in October, with the state seeking to fine him $250 million and stop him from doing business in New York. Among the state's allegations is that Trump's falsifying of statements of financial conditions saved him $150 million over a 10-year period in lowered interest costs. The case could force Trump to reveal more about his finances and how he has obtained his loans. James has included the sale of his D.C. hotel in her complaint, alleging that it was the result of a Deutsche loan. He was able to obtain by using his false and misleading statements. Trump was deposed by James's office in April, but the contents so far have not been made public. Separately, Alvin Bragg, D., the district attorney in New York City, is continuing to investigate a similar financial fraud case but has not decided on whether to file charges. The James case could also draw more scrutiny, even indirectly, to Trump's business with Axos. Ely, the banking analyst, said it is inevitable that the Axos loans will be viewed in a political lens, with questions asked about whether a borrower or lender has leverage over the other. 
In past instances, Trump's lenders have been drawn into an array of investigations, most recently with Deutsche Probe by congressional Democrats. Trump is like flypaper, Ely said. He draws regulatory attention, and there is reputational risk in that for a bank. Offit, the former Deutsche banker who once approved loans for Trump, said the negative publicity would have dissuaded him from getting into business with the former president. It's just not worth it, said Offit. At some point, you can't make enough money. But Garibrandt said his job is not to be politicizing banking, would it really be the case you'd want a society where somebody who is prominent would be denied financial services from any institution? I think the answer is, no. Asked his views about Trump's actions on January 6, 2021, which the former president indicated earlier this month had made him the target of a federal grand jury probe, Garibrandt's declined to respond directly, saying, if I ever decide to run for political office, which I have no intention to do so, but if I do that, I'll make sure that I am prepared to answer a wide variety of questions about different political events that occur. Nor did Garibrandt's express concern about Trump's history of corporate bankruptcies, his lawsuit against Deutsche, or his statement that what the hell did I care if banks were repaid. All I can say is that, if people don't pay, I take their stuff, Garibrandt said. And I make sure their stuff is worth way, way more than enough to pay me. Alice Kreitz contributed to this report.